everyone, welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to inspire, educate, and empower young girls and women to just dream without limitations. So today I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Sophia Costa, and she is a doctor of physical therapy when she specializes in gut health, emotional healing, movement, and energy healing. So I'm so excited to hear about her journey and hear her story and hear how she inspires women around the world. So hi, how are you doing today, Sophia? Hi, so nice to meet you today. And I'm so excited to be here and connect with you and to the listeners today. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to give you the floor to let the audience know a little bit more about you and what you do. Hi, so my name is Dr. Sofia Costa. I am originally from Puerto Rico. So um, my parents and I and my two sisters, we moved to the States when I was about four. And it was interesting growing up because I didn't know where I belonged. I felt like I was adopted for the longest time because I felt so different from my two sisters. And, um, you know, I had a, I didn't know English. Spanish is my first language. And, you know, in school, kids were mean and my sisters and I were bullied. And I remember when we were together in my sister's bedroom, we're like, we are, we're done feeling like so small. And we're done mm -hmm. feeling like we're not liked and we can't belong anywhere because one, we weren't American enough. And two, we weren't even Puerto Rican enough because what ended up happening is that we made an agreement to not speak in Spanish anymore because we wanted mm. to fit in. So we started speaking in English. And with that, we lost our roots. We lost our language of where we came from. We started forgetting how to speak in Spanish. So when we wow. were in Puerto Rico, there was a moment in time we didn't understand what my family was saying. We would mm. sit there in silence and, and my sisters and I would just link together because we didn't understand what was happening. And mm -hmm. also with that in mind, you know, my, both my parents are now retired medical physicians. And at the time, you know, they're, they were like, you know, I remember when I was young, my father was like, you know what, you need to outperform everyone. They already look at you as incompetent. They are, you're already looked at as not being good enough. You already looked mm -hmm. at as, you know, all the things because we're originally from Puerto Rico. We flew from the island to the States. He was like, you need to outperform anyone and everyone. Mm -hmm. So, wow, that planted the seed, you know, to be independent right away, not depend on anyone for my success, you know, mm -hmm. um, feeling the need to also stand out later in life and to really be true to my journey and what I want to do in this world. So right. at a young age, I already knew that I wanted to help people feel better in a better way because growing up being bullied in school, feeling alone, not didn't know where I fit in, you know, feeling so different than anyone else. And seeing the gap within the conventional medicine profession because I would see my parents come home and be frustrated not being able to provide a better quality of care for patients. And mm -hmm. I remember making an agreement when I was little and I was like, I want to help people feel better, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so when I was 16, I had an injury. And so that's when the whole 
um, opportunity open for me, you know, pain and injury often is viewed as something that's happening against you. And later on in life, it ended up being the pivotal moment of my life of how I entered the physical therapy profession. So mm-hmm. at 16, I knew what I wanted to do. Physical therapy wanted to learn anything and everything about the body, how I can feel better because you get passed around from different doctors. I had surgery. Nothing was really helping me feel better. You know, like looked as just as an, a diagnosis and prescription pills, all the things. So I got my bachelor's in exercise physiology in Texas A&M University. Talk about culture shock because Hispanics, <laughs> gosh, Hispanics were only 5% of the population at the time at Texas A&M wow. University. So you know, it was just really interesting of just like, you know what, I'm here to study and then I would do the best that I can. I just kept moving forward. And um, then after that, I really wanted to uh, study, be a personal trainer because I was an avid athlete growing up. So Mm -hmm. I was a personal trainer at Equinox Fitness in Miami, Florida. And Uh I worked there for several years. And mind you, I applied to physical therapy school and got rejected every single year four years in a row wow four years in a row rejected i mean the first two years i was like what does this mean like what am i (laughs) is this not for me you know like i was crushed every time because Mm -hmm. one it was very competitive two Mm -hmm. you don't know what they're looking for they change all the time their requirements three Mm -hmm. you know believe it or not one of the admissions officer at UM, I made it on the standby list, mm-hmm. was like, you know what? How about we go on a date and I'll get you in? What? Yeah, that happened. I haven't shared this story publicly, by the way. That's what, what happened. What in the world? Yes. And I was just like, no, that's not going to happen. Because I, right. I wanted to be accepted because of who I am. Mm-hmm. And what I bring to the value, like to the table, not because I went on a date with the admissions guy, you know, oh my and gosh. So I told a girlfriend of mine who told me to apply to UM and I told her about it because she was attending the PT school there. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going, I'm not going here. And I told her what happened. And, mm. you know, there's lots of moments like that in my life where I had so many no's. And even in physical therapy school, I remember one of the professors by the way, let me catch up. I got accepted into California. <laughs> the California. <laughs> of know? course, you're a doctor now. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so I moved from Miami to California. Mind you, like I moved to Miami not knowing anyone. I moved to California mm-hmm. not knowing anyone. But I'm so dedicated to my purpose in this world that I will go wherever I'm needed to go for my growth and to evolve. Mm-hmm. You know, I dedicate my life to be uncomfortable every single day because wherever you are, you feel discomfort, that's where growth happens. That's where transformation Mm -hmm. happens. So I went and there's this moment in physical therapy school, there is an exam that I was taking and it was one-on-one with the professor. It was a a, a case scenario. And I remember Mm -hmm. she looked at me and she said, what do you want to do? You know, what do you want to specialize in? And I said, I want to specialize working with athletes, you know, like I grew up as an athlete. I want to help athletes move better, feel stronger in their mind and body. And she said, you know what? You're, you're too small. I'm five foot one. And she looked me in the eye and she said, you're too small. You should specialize in pediatrics. What? You're going to make it in the, in the sports uh, PT arena. 
And I looked at her and I left the room crying. I passed the exam, but I was like, what? You know, like even, you know, just so many things happening in my life. And that was, I was like, you know what? No, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to do it. Right. And, and I feel like it's so, it's so interesting how, you know, as we, we, as women, we go through these certain experiences and then you have another woman tell you that you're not capable of doing something like that just does not sit right with me. Like we're supposed to be here to uplift each other and encourage each other because we've gone through the same things but you're telling me that I'm not capable of this and you don't even, you don't even really know why just because I'm too small, but okay. And <laughs> yeah, like, okay, that and. just really does not sit right with me at all. And guess what? She was like the same height as me. And, she, <laughs> and what was her specialty? Geriatrics was her specialty working with uh -huh. the elderly, right? But mm -hmm. yeah, it was very, and uh, you know, I was the most petite person in my class. I was five mm. foot one, the smallest person. And I was, I had to instill like, the theme, outperform everybody, show up. Right. Like really, you have to work harder than everyone else. I mean, that was such a theme in my life. Even mm -hmm. learning how to do like hands-on techniques on human bodies. I was working with all sizes of bodies and I had to learn how to use my body uh, to do the techniques. They had to make modifications for me because I couldn't. Right. <laughs> you know, and you know, did I get made fun of? Yes, but I, you know what? I was really good. I got really good. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn so much about the body. And people were coming up to me, my classmates for study notes and all these things, because I ended up graduating with highest honors, you know, like, wow. you know, like I didn't mess around. I'm not gonna, I didn't own, I didn't own a TV during physical therapy school. And I still don't own a TV 10 and a half years later. You know, wow. I'm so committed to like, you know what? I moved across the country. I'm not messing around. This has been a goal of mine since age 16. I got into school at age 26. You know, like age doesn't matter. If that's something that you want, you go for it no matter what. You know, your mm -hmm. heart is in it. You do it no matter what the timing is. So, yeah. And so I remember graduating and then I ended up working in three different clinics at a time, like three, like mm -hmm. three years I worked in clinics and I didn't like it. I started working mm -hmm. in a clinic and I remember like, I didn't sign up for this because the way it was set up, I only saw someone for 15, 20 minutes. It got passed over to an aide, And I was like, where is the quality of care here? And how can I, mm -hmm. I can't support people like this. This isn't a great right. setup. I don't like this. And mm -hmm. instead of complaining about it all the time, I started observing and I was like, I'm going to take notes and learn what not to do and like learn what I can do instead and be mm -hmm. the change within the field, you know, right. do something different. And I mm -hmm. knew I was like, I am more than a physical therapist. There's something deeply embedded in me, some type of magic that hasn't been unleashed yet. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but I feel like that will get unleashed until I branch out solo. So in mm -hmm. June, 2016, I became a solo practitioner with, you know, not knowing how to run my own business, but I knew in my heart, Sophia, you're designed for something greater than what you're doing right now. You need to do it because I just kept getting signs working mm -hmm. at these clinics that this wasn't for me. The first boss I had was telling me I couldn't laugh with patients. I couldn't hug them. I couldn't share stories with them. I had to just do my job and not do, and he would 
basically be a robot. <laughs> yeah. He would keep me in the clinic when everybody would leave and keep me there, lock the doors and keep me there and tell me things. And I would cry thinking that what? I was like, wow, my first boss. That oh, is yeah. insane. Yeah, it was quiet. And then the the wife would come Like, was in. he literally just trying to, like, knock you down and just beat you down till you were, like, nothing? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, why would he want to do that? Because he was threatened that his clients were coming onto my schedule. And, mm, you know, there's a whole intimidation. This is a new grad. <laughs> How can she be doing better than me? <laughs> right. Because she's open to new ideas and new approaches and being more personable. That's why. <laughs> and it was interesting because it was in that first clinic when the patients were telling me, they're like, you're not a physical therapist, you are a healer. That's mm. when the seed was planting for me. They're like, you're not a physical therapist, you are a healer. That's why we come to you, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you'll get through this, right? Because they could feel it, that there was some tension there. And even his right. wife who worked in the clinic too would hold me lock tell everyone to leave and close the door and be like it must be tough being a single woman and working here and living by yourself huh well, what is that <laughs> in <of> your business <laughs> why yes. is that in her business yes and not a lot of people know this story i want to share it to share with the listeners that like you're going to hear a lot of no's but your passion yes. is going to to be greater than your fear their fear will be there. It's how you perceive the fear. And fear stands for face everything and rise. Mm -hmm. Face everything right. and rise. And that's what I've been doing. And then with this journey, I've learned that, wow, like pain is more than physical. Mm -hmm. Pain is more than physical. I mean, people go through traumas and emotional stressors and, you know, like all of these thought patterns that we have and narratives we create in our minds, these belief systems, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, like feeling the need to work harder than everyone else. And it's like, well, when you're in sync with your truth, it becomes effortless when you show up. You don't have to work mm -hmm. so hard when you're clear with your mission and your vision mm -hmm. and your message. So that's when I started diving into my own self-healing journey and integrating everything that it's not just physical, it's emotional, mental, and spiritual that needs to be in harmony for you to feel stronger in your mind and body. And mm -hmm. it's been interesting. So I've learned so much the past several years of just like, wow, not only my journey of like my struggles and everything, it's actually talking about it. Like right mm -hmm. now, this is the first time I talk about it. Not a lot of people know this story of like the mm -hmm. struggles that I've been through and the challenges. They just see, wow, Sophia has it all together. Well, this right. all together, right, is the tip of the iceberg. Girl, let's dive in underneath the surface and let me <laughs> tell you what's there. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. I want to hop back a little bit to when you talked about um, how you got denied four times for the PT school, but they were looking for something different every time. And that perseverance is key because when I was younger, I used to do commercial print and a little acting here and there. So I would go on different auditions. And it's like, you know, as a kid, you're like, why didn't I get a callback? Why didn't I get chosen for that role? I did my very best. But it's like, you don't understand, like, they could be looking for a redhead. 
Like they they know what they're looking for at this specific time. Even for you, they could have, you know, with schools, they have quotas for diversity. So they might have already been filled up with their quota already. And they were probably like, okay, we, we don't need to take anymore. So it's like, you know, you have to persevere and know that it's not you. Keep going, keep going, keep trying because it's not you. It's it's on the other end, really. <laughs> The system, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, don't allow the system to define who you are. Right. No, that's not who you are. The system doesn't define who you are. Your heart does. And when you attend right. to your heart and listen to it and honor it, that's who you right. are. That's where your magic is within yourself. And to be honest, the four years, those rejection letters, man, piling up. <laughs> right. It's, I mean, it's not easy because you're like, okay, I guess I better just like stop where I am right now because it's just not going to happen. But it's like, that's when you really have to push through. If you know that this is what you're meant to do, you have to push through and persevere for that. Especially for you, you talked about when you were applying there, it was so competitive because there weren't, there weren't many schools. You know, we talked about this before, how there's so many more PT schools now. I think a field that's like in the medical field that's super competitive is I think dermatology. Yes. Yes. So it's like, I heard from different mentors and everything that dermatology is really, really hard to get into in the medical field. So it's like, if you try to apply for dermatology, it's most likely not going to be you. <laughs> it's the system. And the system is threatened by powerful women who yes. know their truths. Oh, I got chills. Yes. And <laughs> it's interesting because they're, you know, every time I got rejected, it's like, why don't you apply to a different school? My father, who is a pediatrician, you know, at the time was like, why don't you apply to PA school? Why don't you apply to occupational therapy school? Why don't you apply mm -hmm. to different things? And I just kept saying, no. No, this is what I want. And to be honest, when I got rejected, it was like, okay, what can I do to continue to better myself? I mm. attended all kinds of continued education courses as a trainer at Equinox. I became a master trainer, teaching courses to personal trainers. I was working my mm. way up within the company. So it wasn't like I was chilling out and doing anything. I reached right. courses and got A's in them, 15 hours worth of courses to increase my GPA. You know, mm -hmm. in Miami, working at the same time, doing what I need mm -hmm. to do. And to be honest, talk about divine timing. There's a no for a reason. No's are there mm -hmm. for a reason because it's saying yes to something else. All right. But sometimes right. we don't know what that is. Then mm -hmm. the first two months I was in California studying, I started learning right. how to surf. And my sixth time out in the ocean, I ended up saving a surfer's life. So wow. had I been accepted before, this man would have died because he mm -hmm. was nearly dry. God found him at the end of his leash, nearly dead. He had a seizure underwater wow. and we had to call for help. So I was calling mm -hmm. for help. I was treading water, holding his head up above water until help arrived. Mm -hmm. So wow. you see, why? Everything is in its right, it's right timing. Everything is in its right timing. Always and I, I'm a firm believer of everything happens for a reason. And if this rejection happens, it's because I'm setting myself up too small and I have something bigger and better for me that I'm supposed to be pursuing, but I don't see it right now. <laughs> yes. 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 And you know what? Yeah. He ended up surviving and he ended up coming to my graduation. You know? Wow. <laughs> yes. We became close friends. He was 55 at the time. And, mm -hmm. you know, 
he had a traumatic brain injury in the 1970s. And, you know, in that day, he had a seizure and, and went underwater and was there for too long. And I kept a, my first job at age 17, I was a lifeguard. <laughs> so, wow, everything in life sets you up for something bigger to handle, right? <laughs> like, most definitely, most definitely you learn from your life experiences and everything is setting you up for something bigger and something better on your next journey. I'm a firm yes. believer of that. And Everything. when you're that, when you want something in your life, add this sentence at the end. I want this and something better. I invite mm -hmm. something better, right? Because the divine has something grander and greater for you that you don't even see yet. So it's like, yes, mm -hmm. I want this and leave space for them to create something bigger and better for you because who are you to decide, you know, like, this is what I want. And then you block off all possibilities, leave infinite possibilities to be accessible for you. When you say, I would love this and let, you know, and something better, you know, mm -hmm. let, and then when you receive something, let there be more of that, you Most know, definitely. Like words are powerful and your thoughts mm -hmm. create your life. So all those little things is what kept me going. Sometimes I look back mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow, girl, how'd you do that? <laughs> so let's talk about that. Um, so, you know, most people after getting four rejections would probably be like, okay, I'm just gonna go, just keep doing what I'm doing now or just, you know, I don't know. What shaped your mindset for you to continue even after four rejections that is very rare for someone to just keep, continue to keep going what shaped your mindset to push you to keep you going and keep you on that same strive and that mission i was not accepting the no i was just simply not accepting it and then i was like okay when i started after the second year of getting rejected i was like okay what can i do different and how can mm -hmm. i continue to learn because at age 16 remember when i was young i made an agreement i want to help people feel better but in a different way and right. i knew that the physical therapy program is like i get to see the body and learn all about it in a way that would allow me to see uh, you know, people in a, in a different perspective. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's what it was. I would say that would be the main thing is just honoring my agreement that I made when I was young, that this is what I want and remembering mm -hmm. my why. So you see, right. when you don't have a why, you're wandering around aimlessly. And this is what I mm -hmm. do with all my clients. Day one, what is your why? Why do you want to feel better? Why do you want to embark right. on this journey? And they read it every single day. And mine was like, I want to help people feel better. And you know what? Maybe it's not physical therapy school right now, but I'm still honoring that agreement, that mission, working one-on-one -on -one with clients at Equinox. I was still mm -hmm. moving up on the ladder, right? right. It wasn't like I wasn't against what I was meant, created to do in this world. So that's mm -hmm. why I was like, you know what? I'm still loving what I'm doing. There's still more things for me to learn here, I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep applying and see, right? Like, and that year, my last year of applying was mm -hmm. going to be my last one. I told, I was like, this is my last application I'm going to send. And the cool thing is it was my first time applying to this school in California. It was a right. friend of mine. I was like, have you checked the school out? I said, no, apply. <laughs> I applied and FedExed it the day of the deadline. <laughs> Like, oh my goodness yeah like it arrived on the deadline a month later i qualified for the interview and two months later moved to california 
Wow, that is yeah. amazing story. Amazing story. Just love your perseverance. And I totally agree with the know your why, because it's like until you know that, until you know why you're doing something, you're not going to fight as hard for it. You're not going to. You're just going to be like, you're going to let it go as easy as, you know, somebody that you don't know. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I totally agree with the find your passion, find your purpose, know exactly why you're doing this and why you want to do it and why it makes you happy. And that is going to be your driving force. I mean, with anything in life, anything. Oh, yeah. And I've learned it's taken me a long time. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm 37 now. And mm -hmm. I learned every person you've crossed paths with, every experience in your life, any mm -hmm. aches in your body, pain that you feel are all your greatest teachers. That mm -hmm. boss I had, the first boss I had, he was my greatest teacher. All my patients are my greatest teachers, every single one. Every person I cross paths with, the pain I feel in my body is teaching me mm -hmm. something. Right. But we view it as something so horrible when the body has an, a, an intelligence to heal itself. Mm -hmm. It does. That's magic, right? So why right. not learn from it and connect on a deeper level on something that mm -hmm. you've never done? Try something different, right? So that mm -hmm. is like when you realize everything is your greatest teacher, wow, your perspective mm -hmm. on life completely changes. And you're like, wow, what can I gain from this? And what value can I bring mm -hmm. with any connection, any experience? What can I gain and what can I bring? And that's that mm -hmm. ebb and flow of life, giving and receiving. Right. You have to want to learn. So if you had to say one thing to our audience, to women around the world, to allow them to know that they can just dream without limitations, what would it be? The first thing I would say, write down your why and really expand on it because it needs to make your heart sing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're feeling lost and confused, sit down, grab a piece of paper and write down why you want something so badly in your life. And then the other, the step number two is to write down everything you feel is holding you back from feeling a certain way or pursuing something that you want in your life. You need mm -hmm. to face your fears in order to rise. So write everything out. I don't feel I'm good enough. I don't think I'm pretty. I don't love what I see in the mirror. I don't, I have a fear of failure. I have a fear of success. Write it all out. And then on another sheet of paper, I want you to rewrite that story. I am successful. I am worthy of everything in this life. It is my birthright. You know, I am already mm -hmm. abundant, you know, rewrite it. And that's your new story. And you read that every single day. You know, you face right. your fears and you rise and you thank your fears. Thank you. You served your purpose. You're free to go. This mm -hmm. is our new story now. And you embody that and you think your actions that are in alignment with your why and your new story. That's how you continue to move forward, right? Without feeling the urge that it needs to happen now. It's going mm -hmm. to happen in divine timing. You trust, it's a trust fall and you, all your thoughts, words, and actions need to be in sync with your new story, with your why. Love it, love it, love it. I am, listen, everything that you have said is definitely how I feel. I know that women are powerful. 
if you just put your mind to it and you understand what it is that you are capable of, you understand your power, you will succeed, you will thrive, you will flourish. And I am a firm believer of that. But we thank you so much, Dr. Sophia, for sharing your story today. We want to give you the floor to allow anyone to know if they're in California, if they're in Florida, if they want to come travel across the world to come to your practice or to just follow your journey, where can they do that? Yes, Instagram is the best way to follow me. My Instagram is at Dr. Sophia Costa. So it's D-R-S-O-F-I-A-C-O-S-T-A. I post on there consistently. You can follow me on there. And I do offer online um, support. So I've converted 100% virtually because you know what? Mm-hmm. We're all connected and I'm, you know, mastered being able to support people hands-free. So um, it's quite a journey that we get to uh, share alongside each other. And I'll be so excited to connect with every single one of you. Right. You've reached a different level of healing. You don't even have to touch. (laughs) I love it. No hands. Well, we thank you once again for coming and sharing your story with us. We are empowered. We are educated. We are now aware of so many different things and um, like things that you have brought to light for us. But we thank you, everyone, again, once in the, in the audience that has tuned into this episode. Once again, this is Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you on the next episode.